It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where a Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give each other grace and space to do that. It is time for Faith and Life to connect here on Rise FM. I'm Scott, and here with Tom from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. This is the session. <laughs> and uh, welcome in. Thank you. How you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, yeah. Healing going well with the hip and everything? It is. Yep, it is. I'm more and more encouraged. The journey to healing is getting shorter and shorter for my hip. Now, are you back in the pool? Yes, definitely. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I just came from there. Oh, great. Thanks. All right. I think it's really been a very good and helpful exercise. You get that stretching out and moving. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of that. It is time to wrap up our conversation about premarital counseling. Yes. We go any longer, it'd almost be like we might as well just start doing it here and, you know, have a a mythical couple. Yes. That'd be an interesting way to do it sometime. Yeah, I wonder if we could find one. dream up a Timmy and a Tammy and (laughs) have them go through their stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be good. I could play Tammy and go, fix him. <laughs> yeah, that's what counseling's about, right? Is that's a- <laughs> fix my spouse, would you? Yeah. Take your time but hurry at it. <laughs> uh-huh. Then it yeah. doesn't usually work that way, though, does it? It sure doesn't. No. All right. So we're going to wrap up our conversation about premarital counseling by talking specifically about the prepare program that Tom actually uses in premarital counseling so you can kind of get an idea of how that rolls and maybe some examples of how it actually works out in reality. But before we jump into all of that, Tom, we turn to God's Word. Yes, Scott. Uh, We've been hanging out with Ephesians 5.21 where Paul says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. I think that's a major key. If we get that right, then marriage will be easier by following the simple precepts that Christ sets down. Yes. By submitting yeah. ourselves to Christ first. And but you've said that before. Absolutely. And there's a major fundamental here we want to make sure we put in place, that we want to focus on the fundamentals for me and for my wife or my spouse. She uh, focuses on the fundamentals for herself. It's not like, God, please, 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 focus on help my spouse submit to me. No, I don't think so. No. No. Or vice versa. I don't think that's it. How do I, what can I do to impact my marriage? It's always been an important theme. And when you do that, when you take care of yourself spiritually, then it's a lot easier for your spouse to actually want to. And the submission or the interaction actually, it kind of flows freely. It isn't a forced thing. Yes, Yeah, wonderful. All right, so in premarital counseling, you teach through a program called PREPARE. Right. And I keep wanting to make an acronym out of that, and it's It's, not an acronym. Right. It's just a very in-depth, extensive process. So let's lay out for us again the 30,000-foot view of PREPARE. Here we go. And so when we talk about PREPARE, Scott, 
it is called prepare for a reason, even though it's not an acronym, it is, we keep things simple in the clinical world. It prepares a couple for a marriage. So we call it prepare. Now, how simple is that? That's so simple a radio guy can understand it. <laughs> there, I think See? we can use that. We can yeah. celebrate the success of Scott right. figuring something out. So essentially, from 30,000 feet, it's a survey of the couple. And it inventories traditionally 15 key areas of the relationship and would report with 85 to 88% accuracy. So it used to be you would have this test booklet, kind of like what you'd have years ago with the Iowa Test of Basic Skills or... If you had a lecture uh, uh, kind of test, you'd have all these pages that you would flip. It's like a little booklet. Well, now it's all electronic. It's through internet. It's uh, an email. And so you just go through and you answer questions that they ask you with either, I strongly agree with this. I agree with this. I'm undecided. I disagree or I strongly disagree. So I try to encourage my couples to not pick undecided. What I tell them is that what that really means is you're deferring your decision until the day we go over it. <laughs> so you will be going over it. Now, is it best that the couple do do each of their own surveys separate? Yes. You know, one's not looking over the other shoulder and going, now, why'd you say that? Right. Also, the wife or the future wife sometimes thinks that the hus- future husband's going to be going after her answers because they don't know what to put. <laughs> <laughs> well, no number two pencil required, you know, yeah. no more having to color in that little dot anymore. But what's so interesting is they do it, and you'll hear it from time to time. They'll go, quit looking at my computer. <laughs> this is mine, not yours. So then they'll get done, and on the way home, they're like, you remember that question? It was like this. What? what how did you answer that? And then, well, what about this one? And how did you answer that? So they get so pumped up already. And, and so the results are really fun to go over with. And, and one of the things, Scott, I really like to do is to make it light and fun as much as possible. So that means I get to poke fun at some of the early stages of marriage. I get to teach the communication highway I get to teach some of the fundamentals and some of, of the rules that would be very helpful. Some examples would include honoring issues and events, stuff like that that help them understand so that they don't run into some head-on collisions that they wouldn't necessarily need. And let's let's quickly unpack issues and events because that almost sounds like something I file with the FCC every quarter. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's the quarterly issues report. So issues and events means what? Well, it, the worst time to talk about an issue is when it's happening as an event before your very eyes. There you go. So you talk about it later. Uh, you know, examples I may have used in previous shows – the worst time to talk about being late to uh, church is when you're 10 minutes late and you're not there yet. Right. The probabilities of that going well are not good. <laughs> yeah. It never ends well. Yeah. Sherry and I had been through that some. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then and the other one is the worst time to tell your wife you really don't like meatloaf is when she's putting it down in front of you. Exactly. The chances of wearing that meatloaf <laughs> are probably pretty good. <laughs> or wearing the ketchup that you're going to put on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so what are some things in prepare? What are some of these topics that they address? Well, for one, I think it's kind of fun. They check to see if you have a personality. 
Always helpful. Well, yeah. It was one, the person I was spending the rest of my life with, I hope, has a personality, but we're going <laughs> to explore it. Now, the fact that that personality may be that of a goldfish might be <laughs> right. a whole other thing, but <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the personality profile kind of determines if somebody's uh, outgoing, introvert, shy, all that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. And so exactly how they come across then is it gives them an opportunity to talk about it and what the parts of their personality they really like. Yeah, and so whether they're assertive or they're not assertive, stuff like that. So personality is one. I think this is so critical. There's a section in it on family of origin. And I can understand why the author did it because what we're talking about is the generational curse out of Exodus 20, the sins of the father passed on from generation to generation. Well, if your family of origin, your parents didn't have a healthy marriage, you learn from what you see. You can enter into marriage thinking, well, this is just how you do it, you know, and this is, yeah, we all, we always watched mom and dad fight, fight. So that must be how marriage is. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a healthy balance there. They should understand that You know, it's a fallen and damaged world for husband and wife. The only ones who struggle with that today, Scott, are those who are still breathing. Ah, yes. Yeah, you know, (laughs) if your breathing (laughs) of likelihood is you've had a few fender benders or head-on collisions on the communication highway. Absolutely. I'm reminded of one of my contemporary heroes, Dr. Dobson. He was talking about a time where... He had had all he could handle with his wife, Shirley. They had been out in Aspen. They wanted to ski, but they got hit with, so bad with a snowstorm, they couldn't even get out of their cabin. They had you know, cabin fever. They've been pent up. They're frustrated. So it didn't take much to irritate them. And so they never did get to ski. They're in the taxi on the way finally to the airport to fly home. And she had just said enough. And he's like, boy, when we get to the airport, I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. <laughs> so she goes in first. He grabs his stuff. He's going into the airport. He's going to tell her exactly how he feels. And before he could get a word out, somebody walks up to him and says, oh, you're Dr. Dobson, aren't you? And, gee, I'd love to meet you. I listen to your radio show all the time. And he's saying, oh, great. <laughs> I can't even unload on my wife. <laughs> and I'm thinking, if they can have issues at times, so can the rest of us. It's okay for everybody else to have bumps in the road, too. Yeah. 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 All right. What's another topic that's, that this covers? Uh, your friends. How do you feel about your future spouse's friends? And so I've always said, if you can't say that your person you're about to marry is your best friend, then what I would say is you want to really seriously question what's going on here. Your marriage partner should be your best friend. You think about in in your marriage, I think about it in mine. Kathy has been my best friend for 50 years. I, I am so blessed and so thankful for that. I mean, long before we really got into serious thinking about our future, we were best friends. We'd hang out all the time. And our mom saw it. They're like, don't you guys get it? 
Well, well Kat, I'm pretty sure Kathy probably did. She did. Uh-huh. She yeah. Says, when are you going to catch up with the rest of us, Tom? <laughs> yeah, time to catch up here, big boy. Mm-hmm. So have you ever had a couple where the whole friends thing just, I mean, it was obvious they weren't best friends or even she couldn't stand his friends? Yeah. Yeah, and, and you look at a couple, and you have to go. You sure you want to do this? Well, it, it, it makes me question, and I bring it up, and we talk about it. Yeah, and and so the, here's one who you're you're thinking you appear to be closer to your friend than you are to your future spouse, and and to have that conversation and to talk about how the one who's not the best friend, how do they feel about it? That becomes really important. So. At that rate, yeah, serious stuff. So what's another part of prepare, another thing that you all go over? Well, this one is one I I have a lot of fun with, I really enjoy. It's about habits. So how do you feel about your future spouse's habits? And, you know, I've heard some funny stories over the, (laughs) the time. that Apparently, the future wife, she thought it was great sport. To run and jump on her future husband's back. He was bigger than her and she was petite and she thought it was fun to get a ride. Well, I think she messed his back up. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. He's got a bad back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But he didn't want to say anything. And so finally when he answered and it came out, we did have to talk about it. I think they survived it. <laughs> so you find out things like... Um, uh, He'll drink milk out of the straight out of the carton. Oh yeah, and oh. put it back in the fridge. Oh me, oh my! Now those are life-preserving things you want to learn. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Sometimes I do just to irritate my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> not your wife, but your not daughter. My, not my wife. No, not my wife. Because it's always the chocolate milk that I do it to. Oh, okay. So she doesn't want to drink it. And you can drink the rest. Huh? No, actually, Allison gets it, but yeah. Know. Yeah. It's more the fact that I do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, which way you roll the toothpaste tube? Yes. Oh, yeah. And do you squeeze it or do you roll it? Uh-huh. And, you know, things like the toilet paper. Over or under? Yeah. That's been so funny. Even at, at Heritage, part of our staff really believes under. <laughs> now, those folks had to go through a workshop. <laughs> <laughs> They had to go through a training. But honestly, I did do this. I looked up online about the proper method for putting toilet paper on a toilet paper holder. There, there's, a to- there's a proper way? There, well, according to this website I found. And so I printed it out and I taped it under the wall in the bathroom <laughs> right about eye level. So while you're sitting there, you're going... <laughs> Oh, boy. Yes. And then it had an auditor from an insurance company had come, very straight-laced, you know, very prim and proper and quiet. She had to use the bathroom. She she reads it. She comes out there, and she is rolling on the floor laughing (laughs) and cackling. And I thought, that's good. I'm glad we left it up for her. Yeah. Things like uh, loading the dishwasher. Oh, dear. That is, I think I may have graduated out of, I don't have a clue to, on occasion, I might get half of it right. 
Oh, yeah. I put it in and my daughter redoes it. Yeah? Yeah. It's, but yeah. Th- there's a reason behind that, Teague, because they're playing three steps ahead of us. They've already figured out, they know the other plates that are coming and we're, we're what dishes that are coming. So they know they're going to arrange it this way so they can get it all in. Uh-huh. I'm doing good just to get my glass in the dishwasher or my dish rinsed out after yeah. I, we've had ice cream. Yep. Yeah. Right there, right there with you. Yeah. It's, I, I just kind of figure she's already planning my nursing home, so she's just, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, whatever. I think last night I actually got it close to being right. I think I was right. You think you had it? At least until I left the kitchen. <laughs> no, no. I, I, she, and I think she mentioned it, bust her heart. I got that it you right. got it right? Yeah. Well, something to the celebration of success right there. Absolutely. See? Yeah, as soon as she woke up from passing out. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking about prepare today on the session. This is the premarital counseling program that Tom actually uses with uh, with those that want to get married. And is this something you start pre-engagement or after you've pop the question well i think either one is okay and in particularly if a couple's contemplating marriage they may have some questions about marriage it's good to do it right away and then they see it builds a whole lot of confidence that i've picked the right person okay now i'm gonna i've got to very carefully phrase this question okay does prepare go into the bedroom olympics oh it does okay yes now we're certainly not going to ask into what detail (laughs) but is is that something that has occasionally come up as a, let's see, how does it go, growth area? Well, where yeah. a couple needs to kind of work on those relations? Well, that's one of the reasons why when you say I do, we say you've birthed a marriage. And then it grows. It's because if you take the definition of marriage is that I'm teaching my wife how to have a relationship with me, and she's teaching me how to have a relationship with her, well, the Olympics becomes a great study (laughs) (laughs) nice way to put it okay (laughs) yeah you know and and so i mean there's all kinds of funny parts we could say there i i wouldn't say that you know you think about learning styles some are experiential some are auditory (laughs) (laughs) yes some are (laughs) hands-on very much so yes okay all right so um beyond that now what are a couple other topics as we kind of start heading toward the finish line well yes and this one will be really important that they hear and we probably talk about it's the whole art of forgiveness oh yeah how important that is we both may need your <laughs> because oh. whether you believe it or not when you're engaged i think there's this oh i'm so in love kind of thing yeah the first argument's going to come at some point right and and to have an understanding of that well The basis there, I think it's so important, is that we first embrace our forgiveness, that Jesus went to the cross for us. He died a horrible, horrible death for us so that we could be forgiven. So that becomes critical. When we've received it, who are we not to extend? It's really interesting that those who struggle to extend forgiveness also struggle with an ability to heal. They, they haven't healed, so it paralyzes, to a large degree, their ability to forgive. Mm. So I, I'm guessing we've kind of, we haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm kind of guessing finances wind up in prepare too. Well, and Scott, you're right. That's one that, without question, when you look at the list of the top five reasons couples come into counseling, number one, 
traditionally has been communication, but in the top five is finances because it's communication about the finances. And so that becomes really important. For young couples who are just starting out and they're joining households, if they could learn or make decisions to, to basically live on one income, if that's possible, and save the other, and they invested it, you know, by the time the children reach school age, they would be pretty well set. And then through high school, that would even probably grow into monies that would be available for college. If they could do that, I envy those who are getting that in teaching and buying into it. Boy, and I'd, I'd recommend that wholeheartedly as a, as a couple that didn't. Mm-hmm. As a couple that existed paycheck to paycheck and bought way too many albums. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't realize Sherry was into albums. Oh, wait <laughs> <laughs> who said she was <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah that's yeah, funny that, but that's exactly something in in the financial realm that needs to be a part of the conversation now this process usually takes how long well the teacher in me if there are 15 key areas just as an example and you did one in a, uh, a week that would be 15 but that's just kind of like a skimming and i don't think the communication highway has as good a chance of growing if that's the case. So let's say we did half a section a week. Well, now we're talking about 30 weeks. So we're talking about being planned out there months ahead. And I would be okay even if we, if it were maybe a, a more challenging case, let's do three quarters of a year so that they have their roots anchored in biblical marriage that gives them the highest probability of success. And this is something you can start before you get engaged when you're thinking about it. Right. You first broach the question, hey, what would you think if we were, do you think we have forever together? Right. And, you're, yeah. you know, especially if you have questions and you're not sure. Right. You know, this is a perfect way to find out if you if you really should be together or not. Yeah. Have you ever had couples go through this and decide, you know what, we really aren't meant to be married? Well, I think that probably over my career, two or three, they decided they weren't going to finish it and they were done. Wow. You ever had any that say, I'm done, and then they come back later and finish it and go, okay, now we're ready to do it? Well, that's a great question. You know, unfortunately, I don't think so. I had one couple that... I was preparing them for prepare. And the potential husband just could not handle some of the things that he was hearing. And they said, you know what? We're going to stop coming. We're also going to distance ourselves for a while. We're going to retreat into our own space. And let's just see what what God has for us. They never did come back. But that I, I would rather see them do that then exactly. than to get married and wind up in, in a divorce situation a year later. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a process that can take as long as you want it to take, basically, right. as a couple. Uh-huh. Um, so, Tom, as we wrap up today, for couples that, that this would be a great idea, or maybe there are parents of a couple that are saying, you know what, this would be good for Timmy and Tammy. Right. Why don't we pay for it for them? Maybe this is their wedding present or yeah. whatever. 
I, I've had that happen. I've had parents approach me wanting to know the the costs and things so that we could. So the best way to do that is to simply start a conversation, and the best way to start a conversation with Tom is where? I can be reached at HeritageChristianCounselingMinistries.com. 